but yeah, that. <laughs> Yo. That's someone's meme. Oh, oh Penelope Carroll. That's funny. Oh, that's actually really fucking yeah. funny. Three, four logos. <laughs> Belinda Bilicic. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I start. Uh, you start. We're recording? We're recording. All right. Welcome back, you sipper, Simpson, whiskey dicks alike. Today is Monday, November 14th. Uh, we are actually going to start releasing episodes on Monday. So if you saw that there was an episode today, don't panic. It's out. Uh, since it's just me and Josiah now with Lane coming and contributing every now and then, uh, we're just going to start doing Monday night releases. Uh, with that being said, uh, on episode 52 today, we are going to try, um, we're going to get back on our nice stuff. We're going to, we're going to pimp it out a little bit. We're doing the brand new release of Master Skeep. We just got our hands on that. And this year's release of Murray Hill Club. Hit it. <laughs> That's a way. <laughs> Did you not hear me? Nice. All right. Good cut. Producer Josiah. All right. We're also going to start this shot off or the show off with a shot. Ready? Yeah. Cheers, we'll buddy. To 52. To 52. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, that was, uh, for those of you that don't know, we just shot straight up like barrel proof. Uh, no, that wasn't. That was what it was. It was larceny. It was larceny barrel yeah. proof. That's totally what that was. Oh. Jesus Christ. Also, we're starting a new gimmick where we have a bottle. We're going to have two bottles of uh, Old Fit 17 that are going to be empty. We're just going to drink water out of them as our decanters. But these corks are crazy. Man. Dude, you just gushed all over your titties there. About yeah. to like come over there and slurp it out the slurp it out that t-shirt that you're wearing. Please do, Daddy. And I'm an idiot. I just put it all the way back in. So that's all you for the next one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I figured we talk a little bit about life update for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. So I will be moving uh, to Detroit by the end of the new year, uh, but don't worry. So we're still going to do a weekly podcast. Um, it's going to be a little bit of evolution. So we will be doing three, uh, every month there'll be three weeks of uh, remote recordings that we're going to do together and release on time. And then once uh, every month, I'll either be coming back to GR or Josiah will be coming down to visit me in Detroit. So at least once a month some months we might do more yeah yeah, yeah. it's gonna be super easy too so what we're gonna do is i'm gonna buy like um i think ten thousand xlr cables and i'm gonna like connect <laughs> them all together and we're just gonna line it yeah on the highway from uh, grand rapids to detroit it's the new alaska pipeline but for alaska like, just for the pop uh for the podcast but dude wait the alaska pipeline is that isn't the alaskan pipeline where oil. you oh i thought no what's the one where you freeze a uh, like your shit and you put it in the freezer you take a thing of your shit and you put it in the freezer and then you um mm. use it as a dildo what you've never heard that before god people are so fucking weird no, i I've swear never it's heard the alaskan pipeline boot dude well while he's looking that up it's gonna be really cool for the podcast because not only have we been very blessed with our friends and uh professionals in gr but we're gonna expand to a bigger market we're gonna get some really cool interviews uh some that we've been working on for a while now uh that you'll see coming in 2023 so it's gonna be really cool uh don't shed a tear um, I'll still be in GR a lot uh, just because my friends and half the business is here. So, uh, so um, we'll be around. According to Urban Dictionary, Alaskan Pipeline <laughs> is the act of pooping in a condom, freezing the rubber overnight, and then inserting it into one's anus. It was invented at the University of Iowa by Brandy. <laughs> University? University of <laughs> Iowa by Brandy and Andy S. in 2001. Dude, do you think that would be pleasurable? 
I don't think it. Well, so here's the thing, right? Well, your yeah, ass doesn't know the difference. Like, so yeah, sure, it is shit, and it's, it might smell a little bit, maybe not. It's frozen. How long do you think it would take to thaw? Like, how long do you have oh, to use it? So here's the thing, right? Because it's your, it's gonna be your body temperature that's uh, kind of surrounding it. Mm-hmm. So basically, I would assume you probably have a good uh, at least. 15 minutes of solid use and then after that it probably becomes more and more slushy as time goes on yeah ugh. um so probably not that pleasurable but i mean as far as pleasure goes it's probably just the same as any other old dildo i have a confession to make oh boy um i trusted a fart yesterday that i shouldn't have trusted but i was in my own home but this is 30 dude this, and I'm not even 30, but this is 30. This is sturdy. It's where you trust the fart and it's a shit. Yeah. Speaking of well, it which, wasn't a full shit. It wasn't a full shit. It was yeah. just a little bit of a little spray. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of shit, this is the last thing I'll say about shit. We'll move on. <laughs> Poop pod. Um, I, had a, I had a very <laughs> unfortunate occurrence today. Uh, this happens a lot. This, you this, shit yourself? No, this doesn't happen a lot. This has happened more times than it should. Okay. It's where you, you, so you know you go to the... So you go, you take a shit and you're wiping, right? Mm-hmm. And um, It's just like a marker. It's just like there's a right. marker out of your butthole. It just keeps going and going. Right. Yeah. But like today, so like I had to go in the office and I was wearing a button down, right? Mm. And uh, I got a little too uh, a little too cozy and a little bit got onto the shirt. Oh, shit. And Were I'm you tucked like, in or an untucked? Uh, sponsored by Untucked. Sponsored by Untucked. <laughs> well, I was, I was tucked in. Oh, I was untucked, but like I was like wiping and then like got in like my, like the edge right by my wrist. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I'm like in the bathroom, like scrubbing it furiously. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is. This is shameful. This is um, shameful. So, uh, it's, it's dehuman. You dehumanize yourself. You can't blame anyone else. Yeah. I got it out though. So nice. But I'm still washing it. I was at home. So I just threw my shit in the washer and then moved on. Literally threw my shit washer. into the washer. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways. So today we previewed that we're going to do uh Murray Hill club, uh, 2021 release. I'll have to look at the bottle to confirm, but our showrunner that will go to second. I mean, <laughs> it's funny because Murray Hill Club would be a showrunner a lot of times. Um, but Masters Keep, the uh, Unforgotten, is this year's um, uh, release. And if you are a whiskey fan, you might be familiar. But if you're not too familiar, um, Masters Keep is a yearly release. But what's so cool about it is that it's never the same barrels or barrels. Um, it is released uh, every other year in the combination of bourbon one year, then rye the next year. Okay. Um, from what my understanding is. But this year is cool because last year was straight bourbon. Okay. Uh, this year is technically whiskey. Because, it, read it, a blend of Kentucky straight Dude. bourbon and rye whiskeys finished in rye cast. So anytime you're blending, right, then isn't that just an American whiskey? Uh, well, I mean... Let's talk about the blending portion. I guess so, because it's a blend of a, bur- of a straight bourbon and a straight rye. Yeah. But the thing is... I mean, I, I guess so. I mean, like, cause you know, usually you'll see like percentage this, percentage that, whatever. But this is a blend. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a blend of not too, uh, like mashables. I mean, fuck. What? Yeah, I guess it wouldn't. You can't really technically call it a bourbon because it's a, it's a bourbon then mixed blended with the rye. Mm-hmm. Um, this yeah. is when I really wish we had a real whiskey expert on here. God damn it, AJ. Oh, should we phone him in? You're on Bluetooth. Could. Let's, call him. Let's call him. Let's call him. Let's call him. What are the odds of this dude? What are the odds? Up? What are the odds? He picks up for us. He picks 100%. up for us. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Made him feel bad about not texting me that he was just in our state, even though he wasn't in our city. <laughs> <laughs> working. So it's calling. There. Oh, this is so sick. Can, can you hear us right now? Yo, what's up? Can you hear me? What? AJ, can you hear yeah. me? Oh, you are on sipping with Simps live right now. Oh, I'm on Simpson and Sims live. I wasn't, 
Sipping. All right. All right. So we have a we have a question for you because you're our local whiskey or not local really, but you're just our on call whiskey expert. So today we are right. we are trying Masters Keep Unforgotten, the new release. Okay. So nice. It is a blend of Kentucky straight bourbon and rye whiskey finished in rye cask. Our question to you: If it's a blend of straight bourbon and straight whiskey, does that make it a, just a whiskey? Yeah, because it's not. It can't technically be like a bourbon at that point because it's like a blend of of, of a bourbon and a rye, right? Like you can't call it like either. Sounds like a bastardized blue rye. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. But do you know? Do you know the like? The, I guess not the science. I guess it, does it come down to the percentages of everything to know what it's going to be labeled? Because on the on the box it doesn't say. So in my mind, hey, it I just mean, means whiskey, right? Last time we were. Last time we were talking about percentages, you and I didn't know shit, and Josiah had to straighten it all out. Yeah. <laughs> it was like my fucking uh, Asperger's math. <laughs> so true. But we're so like, true. what does it classify itself as? At that point, it's probably just American whiskey, right? It's Yeah, I would say at that point, it's just American whiskey. I mean, I would say a bottle of bourbon is a 100% bottle of bourbon because that's because with bourbon, like the quote unquote laws of it, they're so strict on that. Like, mm-hmm. it has to be this much. It has to be bourbon. Yeah. So I would say by that point, it's just American whiskey, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Like to say that it's bourbon is kind of a stress. Just because bourbon's in something doesn't mean it's fully bourbon. Yeah, I, don't like even... I, have an, I have an infinity bottle. Just because I have some bourbon in it and maybe American whiskey like doesn't make it a pure bourbon. Nice. I guess if you're going to be a snob about true. it. True. Very true. I mean, I mean, you brought up the point that we should have just thought of is that the legality and the restrictions on bourbon are so specific that there's no way this can even be bourbon. And it's probably not rye, so it's probably whiskey. Yeah, I, that's what I would go with. Yeah. Personally. What do you Have you tried it yet? No, I haven't tried it. That's the one I've been uh, hunting out for lately i'm actually standing in front of the liquor store right now waiting <laughs> are you are you tatering right now am i what you're tatering right now yeah i'm a tatering right now <laughs> the, wow uh, that's amazing all right well we'll see it we'll save a pour for you next time you get when are you get in town bud um it'll probably be let me think about this it'll probably be in january sometime heard well we'll make a family's coming down for the holidays and i got a few hitter bottles I'm going to drive on up. So Hell yeah. We'll have Sweet. a, a you, good flight. Like you're trying to get on. stuck in a snowstorm in Rockford again? That was almost a year ago, wasn't it? <laughs> had to be. Was it? About a year ago. Yeah, it had to be. All right. We'll let you go. Uh, we love you, bud. No, I love you guys. Have a good one. Bye. 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 That's so cool that we can do that. <laughs> Isn't it actually, though? <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So I know we just talked a bunch about Master's Key, but we're going to go to Murray Hill Club. Josiah, you want to pour? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, so... Also for you whiskey nerds out there, we kind of want, I want personally want to get into what I think is the cool part about um, the Magnus blends portion. Straight Magnus, that's the wrong box, bud. Murray Hill first. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he just described the master's key. Um, what I think is so cool about the Magnus blends. Yeah, I was listening to you talk about Magnus blend. I'm like, wait, why am I opening yeah. master's key right now? Um, straight Magnus. Okay, cool. Um, I think it's a little overpriced. Oh. I think uh, Straight Magnus is overpriced. I think Cigar Blend, a lot of people think it's overpriced, uh, but I think it's exactly where it should be. And I think Murray Hill Club is exactly where it should be. But the cool part about this is that there's something called someone called Nancy the Nose Fraley. Josiah, you ever heard of her? Uh, dude, I think we talked about her on one episode. I can't remember which one it was. Did we dive in deep, though? We did not dive in deep. We did talk about someone named Nancy the Nose. Okay. Just because I yeah. remember that. 
So Nancy the Nose Fraley is the personal uh, expert uh, master blender. Uh, she's not quite... Um, she is not the one on site blending the barrels, but what she does is she gets sent um, anywhere from 25 to 50 uh, barrel, um, like little 175s of uh, barrel picks that the Magnus crew is thinking about blending together. And she has um, the OG Magnus cigar blend. Okay. 1920 this bottle or 1940 whatever it is this bottle is old as dirt and she had she was given a whole 750 mil about 12 years ago and she was asked to recreate this nose and this taste to the best of your ability you're right right yes yeah. so every year 19, like it's, cool. uh, well, let me look up the original she has it if you, she's a great follow on instagram she posts about it all the time she'll even give you the fucking blends of the barrel picks that she did from mgp and yes it's all mgp but i murray hill i believe is a mixture of 9 12 and 15 cigar blend is 12 15 17 so i mean this is good whiskey from mgp this is no if you're this bottle is 170 state minimum you're probably going to pay uh, around 300 for murray hill and around 500 for cigar blend aftermarket uh, but these are quality bottles yes yeah, nancy uh, shout out to nancy l fraley nancy l fraley she has no idea who we are but say sipping with simps sent you all right so this is what nancy um has to say about the new special release of murray hill club i'll read this she's very prophetic and very i don't know it's just awesome to hear someone talk about this but Catching the last of November 1st evening sun rays and enjoying some Magnus Murray Hill Club. Special release batch number one. Finished in Pinot de Chalant cast. I made this particular batch four years ago, and at the time, I'm pretty sure it was the first whiskey to ever be finished in Pinot de Chalant cast. Uh, there seem to be several out there now, which is very cool to see. Pinot de Chirant is a type of French aperitif from the Cognac region that is made by fortifying grape juice or partially fermented grape juice with brandy to about 16 to 21% ABV. Yes, which is a, which is then age. There are several types of these aperitifs, generally known as Mastil from France, such as Apple Base, which is Apple Brandy, uh, Pumal from Normandy, um, which is fortified Calvados, or I was doing so good until this one, Floc de Cossignol, I don't know, from oh, the Armagnac yeah. region in southern France, which is fortified Armagnac. They all have a bit of sweetness coming from the grape or partially from any grape juice. So she laid this to rest four years ago after. So she got these and they all aged together for four years, which is an incredibly long finish. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she did some really cool things. Um, but she uh, studied, she's American, but she studied in France under, here, let me see if I can find um, this interview with her. Um, yes. Uh, so she got into whiskey in the uh, mid 2000s. She worked for a 10th generation cognac maker, Hubert Germain Robin, uh, co-founder of the world esteemed German Robin Brandy House, uh, which is huge if you know anything about brandy. Uh, she came to Northern California in the 80s, excuse me, not mid 2000s, <clears throat> with an ancient cognac still and became uh, and began making high quality, low yield brandies with this brandy maker. Uh, she used old word style, all this different stuff. So thus the Pinot de Chirant finish, she is a very uh, a liking to cognac finish, but she started there. And then in the mid 2000s, she started working with whiskey, but she is known as the nose because she was once blind tested uh, with 15 different finishes of different, and her goal was to f pick out the finish, okay. not the bourbon, like not right, wild turkey right. this, right? And she, without tasting, was able to like sniff the finish of 15 Jeez. different barrels. 
And since then, she, I mean, she's gone around the world. She is contracted out by Joseph Magnus, amongst other companies, to do master blending for them. So this is one of her products uh, that is uh, not too well-known in the whiskey community. Um, and it is the mid-level between Cigar Blend and Straight yeah. uh, Magnus. Yeah, I feel like this one gets slept on a lot. Uh, I mean, it's because everyone goes for either just uh, regular Joseph Magnus or the uh, Cigar Blend. And like you, like you said, this is kind of like the bridge between those two. Mm-hmm. A lot of people forget about it. I mean, it looks kind of the same. If you're looking for either of those two bottles, you'll see it. And if you don't know, then you don't know that it's actually a really good bottle of whiskey. And it's right in between those two. So you actually, I see this on the shelf a lot. You know, um, Do you? I Where? Do. Um, I, tell me off here. <laughs> Because I would love to buy more of this. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, actually. Nice. Oh, yeah, once a year, once every uh, six months. Every yeah. six months, it pops up there every mm-hmm. time. It's always on the shelf. And the reason why I slept on it last time, because uh, when I was at that uh, store that I just said, um, it, uh, I thought it was Cigar Blend, and it wasn't Cigar Blend. I was like, ah, never mind, I don't want it. And that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the um, finish of Cigar Blend? I don't. I wish I could say it was an encyclopedia, but I, I am not on that one. I mean, there's just too many fucking finishes out there to really kind of mm-hmm. really know. But, um, oh, God. What is I love that? that that picks it up. Cognac and Sherry. So this is Pinot de Charente, uh, Cognac and Sherry finish. So staying, staying in the Cognac family for the Magnus finishes on these. But, man, have you tried it yet? Not yet. Just been sniffing it. And what do you think of the nose? I mean, I'm trying to pick it out. I mean, it does smell like it's a... Uh, uh, you can definitely tell it's uh, some sort of like wine-ish finish. Yeah. Um, you said it was a Pinot de Chiron. Pinot de Chiron. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Which is a white grape. Okay. Yeah. So the, yeah, you definitely get a little bit of the grape there. It's kind of a I don't want to say astringent. It's kind of dry. It's a little dry. Yeah, like some vinegar. Uh, a little like vinegar. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Damn, we don't even fucking need you, Lane. We can yeah, pick those up. Yeah. Fuck you, Lane. Just kidding. We love just you. Kidding, we love you, Lane. Dude, I walked in, so I, I stopped by uh, the house day before I came over, and Lane. For was, those of you who don't know, uh, Lane or just how I live together. Yes, yeah, so, uh, I stopped by, and uh, I walked in. was real quiet, and I just knew he's 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 always asleep on the couch. When I walk in at that point in time, I mm-hmm. walk in, he's just passed out in there, and I walk in, he's like, "Good morning." <laughs> and I was like, uh, "What time was that? What time does he take his naps?" Uh, this was at uh, what time is it right now? Six eight six twenty. That was at like five five o'clock. Five o'clock. Okay. He was like. Danny, I was like, Danny. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Slight vinegar. I mean, it's almost a sweetness to the nose. Yeah. And then you drink it, and um, ooh, that's good. That's good. Um, oh man, this is um. So as far as um, they source their stuff, right? Or all sourced, all sourced. Um, mostly MGP, all MGP. Uh, my understanding is all MGP. Okay, yeah. So the thing that I, I the reason I asked that because I wanted to be sure before I just went out and said it. Um, you can tell it's MGP that it's MGP. One hundred percent. Um, you can with this and with the regular Magnus, the cigar blend. Um, it, I mean, if you if you know, you know, and if you drink, one hundred three proof, it, by the way, one hundred three proof. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, you know, you can tell that you can tell that cigar blend might be MGP, um, but it's kind of harder to tell with these. You can tell they're MGP, but that's not necessarily a. It's bad a different thing. expression. It's a different expression. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but because of the way it's expressed and the way it's finished, you're definitely getting a little bit more of those signature MGP flavors. Um, for for me, signature MGP bourbon. Um, I'm getting. I mean, I get a lot of corn. 
Mm-hmm. Um, just like straight corn. I don't want to say metal corn quite. That's a, that's a, that'd be blasphemous. Um, but it is definitely a corn forward, very sweet. Um, I don't want, I don't want to say there's not a lot of complexity to it, but it's kind of like, there's only a couple notes as far as the palate goes. And then, and then it finishes nice, but it's I not get like apple, apple, mm. the longer it sits here, like a, like a caramel apple. Dude, caramel apple. You ever do that? So like growing up, you remember yeah, like kids? hundred percent, 13, uh, 13 year MGP 13 goodness, year. but four different barrels. 13 year MGP though. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude. So cigar blend is a mixture of 11 and 18. Mm-hmm. So I think this is 11 and 13. Cause I know there's 11 year in here just from the, uh, rep notes. Okay. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, this is good. And what's, what's the MSRP on this pitch? Um, let me see. I know what MSRP is for Master Keep. MSRP, Murray Hill. I, I saw three. Like I saw three fifty for aftermarket. Okay, I want to yeah. say it's like eighty or ninety if I remember right. Um, I know Cigar Blunt's one sixty. Yeah. Ohio has it priced at one nineteen ninety nine. Wait, real shit, maybe. And Ohio's not too far off from Michigan usually. Yeah, because I know oh, I have um, actually just kidding. I have the Michigan database of fucking <laughs> prices. Why don't I use that? Yeah, might as well use that shit. Yeah, because I know um like was it regular Joseph Magnus? I think now it might be around a hundred a bottle, but like it used to be 70, 80, 90, like in that range. A minimum shelf to price one nineteen. One nineteen? Yeah, Damn. the bar gets it for one oh one. Okay, so I guess it's a little up there from what I remembered. But yeah, I mean that's state price. It says base price one oh seven. So okay. I think that's what they sell it for, and the state will sell it for minimum one nineteen. Okay, but then you got to remember this is a 11, 11 year, thirteen. Eleven, year? 11 thirteen. Okay, yeah. Well, um, I mean, like, just think about it. Like, what other 11, 13 year to eleven to thirteen year bourbons are out there on the shelf that are, first of all, that are just out there, and then second, and regular, aren't finished, and aren't finished, yes. and also just readily available. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, it's like I know Russell's thirteen is the only like. 13 year that's, and that's not mind. a finish and it's not a finish and you can't fucking find that shit ever anywhere ever since I it will won. say russell's 13 is cheaper no it is cheaper but the thing about russell's 13 price. is ever since it won fucking like bourbon or like best bourbon of the year or whatever you cannot find that shit speaking of which i'm gonna go off on this first of all go off king first of all <laughs> hit the hit the horns <laughs> uh first of all on um, that so no disrespect to the show i think russell's 13 is the same exact price Really? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, continue. All right. Well, but Russell's thirteen, I guarantee you, was a hundred dollars more secondary than uh, Murray Hill. Oh yeah, no doubt. All right. So first of all, no disrespect to the show. Um, I get why people like it. I am kind of not into it anymore because it makes city boys and city girls want to pretend that they're cowboys and country people. I'm talking, talking about, about Yellowstone? Yellowstone. Oh, so, brother. So all I've been seeing is my daddy owns the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> all I've been seeing is how fucking Weller 12 was apparently in the scene mm-hmm. of the uh, two hour premiere last night, yep. which honestly to all you guys out there, don't worry. You weren't going to find Weller 12 anyway, Mm-mm. but uh, now you definitely can't fucking fight it because well, it just got so much more fucking popular. Yes, that sucks. But I understand why they did it. It's because it's a hard to find whiskey and it they're rich. Oh, yeah. Like yeah he's yeah. supposed to have Weller 12. Well, you know what the bourbon was for the first four years of the show? What was it? Fucking Bullet. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember watching going, what the fuck? Like, why, why are you they, drinking first of all, Bullet? You're Yellowstone. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Are they, I mean, that is such a miss by Yellowstone's marketing department. Unless yeah. they've tried and they said no. Yeah, yeah. I would throw them all the free whiskey. I would pay them, like, get your product in there. 
Yeah, I would literally be like, I'll I mean, suck do you think all it's too tongue in cheek? I think them. it would be a little, yeah, it'd be a little too obvious. Honestly, I'd be like, okay, we can't have a show named Yellowstone and have a bourbon called Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. Then, you know what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, like, or at least fucking like, because like, so Blanton's, it was always kind of hard to find. It got I'm shocked fucking, Blanton's not in the show, honestly. Same, dude. Actually, maybe it is. I don't know. I have to go back and rewatch. But, anyways, it popped up in John Wick, and then all of a sudden, fuck, it got so much more popular. And now while we're 12, it's not like you were going to find it anyway, but if you were able to find it, now everyone knows about while we're 12 because it was, it was in a show that everybody fucking watches. We got to get Weller foolproof, dude. We got to get him on. I feel, oh, uh, uh, Thursday. Thursday? What time? Uh, um, he just said a little bit about what time works okay. and where. But we got it. Cool. No doubt. Cool. We're going to just probably just kill a bottle of Weller foolproof each. Yeah. Call it good. No, I'm Shut buying up. two of them. Um... <laughs> Yeah. We'll talk off air. Yeah. Um, okay. I So MGP juice does this where if it's above 100 proof, I swear to God, the front taste, the front of the mouth taste is so good, but they always finish so hot. Yeah. Like back of my throat. Like it makes me feel like mm -hmm. I'm getting a, now I'm starting to feel old. It makes me feel like I'm getting like a fucking like GERD attack or whatever. Getting like that reflux, get that GERD cough going, <coughs> you know, I mean? every time. And it's crazy because we know there's high proof whiskey out there, 30 points higher that finish so smooth. Yeah. Do you think it's the grain? Do you think it's like I would? I doubt they'll release a mash because then anybody could just make this and blend it. But. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, it may. It might be the fact that it's finished. This is finished, right? Yes, a Pinot de Chiron. A Pinot de Chiron. So like, it might be a fact that it's finished in something that adds such an astringent taste to it, where you know, um, it's you, you got fucking like for me, it's a straight acid. Um, on the back end, which you know does not sit well with my um gastrointestinal mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. gastroesophageal reflux disease or fucking whatever. So this does something that I I think that it's funny that we're tasting wild turkey after this because this does something that wild turkey does, but we like why wild turkey does it. This is something where it is good up front, the middle when you're swallowing it, it is not um, delightful, but then once you let it sit there and finish. It's actually quite tasty, like in your mouth afterwards. Like the after, I don't know how you feel about it, but the after flavors for me are quite delightful. Yeah, the lingering uh, effect that you get from it, it's not bad. It's not like I want to like go out and scrub my mouth out with soap afterwards. Yeah. You know? and, but what wild turkey does is that wild turkey funk. It's got the funk. And that a lot of people don't like that because that bitterness at the end. I actually, I'll, I'll be truthful to you, I tried Master's Keep earlier today. I already cracked it. Oh, I know. All right, cool. I got some Snapchats from Austin. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime that guy gets his hand on whiskey, he's like, <laughs> he's like lucky, lucky. <laughs> I was just jerking yeah. after the bottle. <laughs> so let's let's rate this at $140. I'm not going to say some nice things. Really? Honestly, at $140, I mean, like, I want to love it because of the fact that it's an older whiskey. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful bottle. It's a great brand. I like everything behind it. But, like, for me, I just... I don't like the burn in the back of my throat. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't say I'm a fucking bitch. I like to drink high proof shit. But like, you know, if I'm going to be drinking stuff that I'm paying good money for, I want it to be a pleasant experience all around. Yeah. Um, having said that, there are some nice things about it. It's a good ball to have. It's a good ball to pull out and, you know, show your guests or whatever, share. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this is you're going to a house party. You pulled us out. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's something different. You know, it might be not it might be something people haven't had before. But like for me, there's just not enough wow factor for it. And for that reason, I am out. Um, I would say, though, if you're a tater and you're going to go, you are deciding between Murray Hill Club and uh, Cigar Blend and you're looking aftermarket, I think this is a great thing to buy and still be happy with. Exactly. Compared to compared to Cigar Blend, um, which I, I truly love, but you're going to pay 500 bucks aftermarket. Mm -hmm. This is how it is. Um, 
that this is a good bottle for 200 bucks. You know, so. if you've never had it and you want it on your shelf and your collector, go for it. Yeah. Four out of eight. A flat four. That's what yeah, I was Flat say. four. Cool. Soft oh, yeah. six. Let's get to soft four. Soft six. Soft four. Yeah, dude. This is the kind of girl that you probably bring to the handicap stall maybe once. You indulge her. <laughs> you maybe buy her a round of drinks. And if you go home with her, it's just going to be a one-time thing. Yeah. You know? And then you're like. You're, like... you're going to be polite. She might not say the night. If she does say the night, you're going to be fine with it. But you're like, yo, I got to go to work the next morning. Even though you don't have to work, you're just going to make her feel like you have to leave. But you're going to be nice. You'll give her her number. And then you're going to say, hey, I don't want to run this back. Exactly. And she'll probably understand. She'll understand. And it's, yeah. it's, she's not the type that you bring back in. As soon as you walk in the door, you've already scheduled the Uber to pick yes, her up. Yes, 100%. Um, it's not quite that bad. No. But it also is, if you saw, if you saw your boy with her at the club and he came out of the handy stall, you would be like, all right, all right, that's fine. This is but, what we're doing but, today. But if I see him go back in that handy stall again, and he's got, you know what? Never mind. If he's got, if he's got, if he's got my bag of citrus on him, mm-hmm. we're gonna say no. Enough is enough. And that's pretty much the flavor. Enough is enough, man. Hey, like, think about this. Wait, think about you, what you're you doing. did it. Now think about it. Think about all it. right, now to the girl that you want to bring home to mama. Hopefully, Mama. this is the girl on Tinder that you right now we're on Tinder and we're thinking, oh, I want to take her home to mama, yeah. but we haven't tried her yet. This is the girl that you like, you look at her, you're like, I'm going to swipe right. I know she's never going to swipe right yes. on me, but if she does, if she does, this could be the start. Like I'm literally already going to like, I'm already new. preparing to delete the app at that yeah, point. 100%. You know I mean? This is the reason you want to delete that. Yeah. Uh, Wild Turkey Masters Keep, <laughs> Unforgotten, 2020. I don't know if this is a 2021 release and we're finally getting it, or no, it's a 2022 release because it always comes out this time of year. This is when the whiskey shelf at Buffalo just goes fucking crazy because all the releases, big time releases, come out in October, November, and December. Ond, Ond, baby, go crazy, go stupid. Yeah. Oh, if you don't know that term and you hear it because you're around restaurant professionals, OND literally means October, November, December. <laughs> but in sales, for liquor sales, specifically in a lot of control states, which Michigan is, this is the time that if you work in sales, you do not take time off. You do not have a kid. You do not have vacation. You do not breathe because that is not really for bars, but for retail. This is when everyone's buying whiskey as a gift. This is when everyone's buying. There's parties, everything, whiskey, all the products, all liquors flying off the shelf, and you need to be on top of your account. You need to get them what they want. It's when you make you make 50% of your commission in three months. Yeah. Uh, so it's a crazy time. And it's not really translates to the bar side because bars are bars, and yes, people maybe go out a little bit more, but you're not pushing like – three times the amount of product you do normally throughout the year. So anyways. Yeah. And for those of you that are in like sales or a limited, a, another similar profession, it's also known as Q4, which is Q4, yeah. four to four, which is the fucking worst time of the year because you better hope that those DocuSigns come back. Yeah. You better fucking hope. <laughs> are we doing some ASMR reading? We're going to do some ASMR reading. It's been a minute. It. Um, trumpets. Where is it at? Oh. Okay. <laughs> I think that was it. I, I felt anticlimactic. <laughs> hit, another, hit another one. Hit another one. All right, ASMR. That's ASMR reading right there. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. I pressed <laughs> um, that 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 sniff, by the way, it was just me. Um, I'm I'm congested. It was not nothing else. Yeah, no All much. right. Anyway, so not a drug cup podcast. We don't do that. Crafted with conviction. This is Masters Keep. Unforgotten. <clears throat> The idea of marrying the straight bourbon and rye whiskeys of Wild Turkey Distilling Company was born in 2010. 
when a crew member accidentally mixed a batch of young rye with a barrel of mature bourbon. This is a cool story, by the way. I, always, I think mm-hmm. we talked about it once, but really cool story. Mm-hmm. Upon tasting the co-mingled whiskey, master distiller Eddie Russell realized he had something very special on his hands, and the serendipitous mishap was quickly forgiven. But the liquid was never forgotten. Over a decade later, Eddie has leveraged his years of distillation experience to craft Master's Keep Unforgotten, a high-proof, extra-aged variation of the harmonious blend of straight bourbon and rye whiskeys. Mature 13-year-old bourbon provides a backbone of caramel and oak, which is complemented by flavors of dried fruit, honey, black pepper, and baking spice. From the 8- and 9-year-old ryes, some of the oldest rye ever released by Wild Turkey to perfect the liquid. The harmonious blend was transferred back into rye barrels for a secondary aging period in the pre-prohibition Rickhouse B, the favorite Rickhouse of Eddie's father, master distiller Jimmy Russell. The extra aging time in rye casks imparts a note imparts notes of fresh fruits that are rarely exhibited, exhibited, God damn it, exhibited, 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 exhibited in such mature liquids. There you go. Honoring the storied history of American rye production while offering a distinct experience that is sure to surprise the light. Eddie Russell, master distiller. Hell yeah. Very good. Yeah, so decade old. This isn't just this isn't this is honoring that decade old mistake uh that happened in two thousand ten of mixing the bourbon and uh rye barrels together. But this is something they were like, Oh shit, this tastes good. Let's make a eleven this is a younger version of Master Keep. This is a says it somewhere on here. Where is it? Yeah, this is 13-year-old bourbon, 8- and 9-year-old rye, which is cool because wild turkey doesn't usually... Rare breeds like four years, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, four to five years. So, I mean, they usually never break. I don't know. Do they ever release anything that's above um, nine years? <sighs> not to my knowledge. Not really, no. No. Mm, okay. Yeah, but it's an idea of how like a happy accident actually ended up becoming something great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is the younger year, like they did 2015, they did, uh, master's keep 17 year. Um, last year we had the opportunity to try, uh, decades, which was a blend of 10, 12, 13, 14. Um, so, I mean, this is on the younger end with that younger rye, but yet again, they don't do a lot of younger rye. Um, I did have the pleasure of tasting this earlier today. Uh, let's do a cork pop real quick. The absolute pleasure. She, she's (sighs) profound. She's tight. She's tight. Um. So yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, I I just, I used to not like wild turkey for this, but it's now what I appreciate the most about them. Is this thing just it has that funk, and we'll we'll do we'll do sniffing notes before tasting notes and all that, but it's wild turkey juice, a hundred percent. It's like, unmistakable. You got the funk. So this nose is like cardamom to me and like more bitter and stuff like that, you know? I think so too, yeah. It's um so if you had to describe I was trying to look for the uh the old Greg funk song. <laughs> if you didn't know, uh and your girlfriend watches or you watch the Great Amer or Great British Baking Show. Uh, the long haired guy, the one host with hair and there's one host without hair. So it's pretty easy to figure out. Uh, that is old Greg. It is. It is old Greg. Um, old, and I think he actually did a, uh, special, uh, a special episode where he actually dressed up in 
full costume for for the British baking show. I want to yeah. say it was like a Halloween special or some shit, but um yeah. Nice. All right. To the whiskey. To the whiskey. What do you think on the nose? Are you playing the song? I think it's great. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yeah. Yeah. Do you love me? Did you learn? To love me. Did you learn to love me? So the funk in that song is very much like the funk that comes out of this well. Wow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> this is the best and worst thing that's ever happened to us. Yeah, no. But I mean, that's what we love about wild turkey. Is there this is funk, there's this bitterness. I mean, try the whiskey. I mean, I've tried. I mean, tell me what you think about the nose and then try it. But like it is unmistakably wild turkey. It is. Hmm. And this is 101, so this is two proof lower than um, Murray Hill. Oh, my God. I love that funk. It, like, <sighs> it lingers. It kind of... It, like, ripples across your tongue. It just brings you in. Mm-hmm. Just it, it literally, sticks like... Sticks it in you. Like, that penis scene in um, uh, The Boys where he's, like, running through the penis. <laughs> it's like the little guy running across your tongue. He's, like, uh... He's, like, just tickling, tickling your tongue. Inside, so. And then he goes down your throat, and he just makes it nice and warm. He turns on the heat gloves, you know what I mean? That's how it feels. Yeah. That's how it feels. Shout out to the boys. This episode is sponsored by Amazon Prime. I wish. Bezos, sign us. God Actually, Barstool fucking, sign us. Yeah, don't fucking sign us, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, I don't, don't want your fuck off. filthy, dirty money. I want your filthy, doke, d- filthy dirty, unpiss-soaked money. And it's mm-hmm. not piss-soaked because he doesn't let his people fucking pee. He doesn't let his people pee. You know what they need? They to wear they, a diaper at Amazon nowadays. Fucking <laughs> Amazon. Is Russell's 13 made by Wall Turkey? Oh Yeah, because Russell. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Why didn't I put that together? Yeah, dude. Russell's thirteen. Yeah, did. Yeah, did. But it doesn't have that, the yeah. same funk. It's got to be a different bill. Ah, dude, fuck, man, fuck, dude. We just not know this. Can we, we can. We should cut this out because it makes us look how stupid we are. No, I think I'm we sure. learn with everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. And people, I, the sipper is was oh, Russell's Reserve or whatever it's called. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. How the fuck? Am I, yeah, I always forget because Russell's Thirteen is just so like. I mean, it's got a blue whiskey is quickly becoming like tech companies and like well, not tech companies. Whiskey is quickly becoming like um, TV companies like CBS and all that, like CBS, NBC, and right, right, right. All those companies, like there's like four media companies that own like ninety eight percent of media in this fucking world. Yeah, just like you know uh, I mean, and it's becoming like yeah. that with whiskey. Like it's not four companies; it's like eight companies, but they have all the brands underneath their umbrella. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, so this is really good. This is so it's one on one, right? Mm-hmm. It's a couple points lower than we just drank, but there is no fucking burn on the back end. No. Like it's so it I mean, goes it's, down. It's alcohol, I mean, it but is. it's not burn. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I mean, like the more you drink alcohol, and maybe I'm, maybe this just makes me sound like an alcoholic. The less it burns, the easier it is to drink, and then the more you're actually able to appreciate this shit. So maybe um, MGP is cheap, considerably. 
considerably. Not not considerably, but like, okay, this is a mass-made product, and even though it's an 11-year and a 13-year barrel, this is something that was made mass. It wasn't made with, um, like, when you're making wild breed or wild turkey uh, rare bird, which is the nickname for the uh, Master Keep series, rare bird instead of uh, masters or uh, rare breed, um, when you're making stuff like this, this is a distillery saying, okay, we're going to take our juice that we always make, but we're going to make it and we're going to put it in this section of the Rick house. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And it's going to come out like this because we are going to be very intentional about it. This is another Murray Hill is another company buying barrels that were not put in a certain Rick house, not put at a certain level. They were just stored away. They didn't order this. They said, Hey, what do you have? What age statements do you have? And what can we buy? You know what I mean? Right, right. I highly doubt that this company placed an order 13 years ago and said, hey, put these barrels away for 13 years, you know, in this spot, in this Rick house, uh, you know what I mean? Right, right. So I don't know. And I think that could be the difference. It could be one's made in Kentucky and one's made in Indiana and the green's different and the water's different. But to me, it has to come down to intentionality. I think so. Do you disagree? No, I agree. Okay. I agree very much. Yeah, I mean, this is a very pleasurable fund. And I mean, so this bottle will go for 170 to 180 state minimum, but you're not going to find this for anywhere cheaper than 500 bucks. Yeah, no. No. So, I mean, I would pay $500 on this, and this is a bottle that you break out for the most special of people. Yeah. Yeah. $500 a bottle. This is up there with, like, if you think about five other $500 bottles, like, fucking, like, Boss Hog, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's that special occasion bottle. Yeah. Um, is that the full collection of uh the Chronicles of Narnia on your? It is. Over there? It is. It's the only full collection of anything I've ever read, dude. It's uh, so just quick a uh, quick segue. If you had to rate them, what which one? What, first of all, which one's your favorite? Um, I mean, I mean, cop out answer, but um, Lion the Witch. Okay. It's a great fucking read, dude. I agree with that. Um, the first one is actually like really. I would say emotional, but that's the wrong word. Like I know what you're talking about. Have you read all of them? I have, yeah. Okay. Multiple times. So the first one, like just the story of like it's to me, it is a story of like a lot of the Narnia books of like growing up and realizing little fables, I guess, of even though they're mythical stories, but it is a story of a person discovering a new world such full of bright and hope, but that outside of their own world to realize that this world is also crippled by the same problems that from their own world. So it's just a story of humanity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you want to know something that's, so th- I'm, I'm glad you said that. And Which is, is a theme across all of Narnia. Agreed with yeah. that. And this is something that's going to, I don't know if you know this, but if you don't, and if those of you that are listening don't know this, this might be something that kind of like, kind of like changes your perspective a little bit and will make perfect sense of what Andrew just said. Did you know that the books were not written in the order that they appear from? Really? Yes. That makes sense, though, because one so, really doesn't do anything for two. So, and here's the thing. One, the, magici- the magician's nephew, it was written last. That makes so much more sense, because if you think about the order of all of it, it seems like a world that was at peace and then it was ruined, which is how it ends relatively. You know exactly. What I mean? So what happened? So Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was actually the first book, right? Okay. Prince Caspian, which introduction is, uh, story makes so much sense. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. Prince Caspian, which is book number four, comes right after uh, the first book, uh, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, and mm-hmm. chronologically it actually makes sense because it goes back mm-hmm. into the wardrobe. Voyage of the Dawn Treader was written third, mm-hmm. which naturally comes right after Prince Caspian. They took a break. They went back. Then Horse and His Boy was written mm-hmm. fourth, which and my, that's my personal favorite. Which is favorite. five, right? No, that's uh, six. Horse and His Boy is three, uh, like in the in the order. Okay. Um, 
Uh, Silver it's been Chair. So long. Oh, dude, I know, right? Silver Chair came after Horse and His Boy, then the last battle, and then the Magician's Nephew. See, so, that makes so much sense. Yeah, it, like, because also it, Magician's Nephew, see. they don't give you an age age statement. Jesus talking about whiskey. <laughs> they don't give you like a year period, like they do relatively for Lion and the Witch in the Wardrobe, but you know it's later. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's uh, is it, I just remember reading. I'm like, and if you read them in the order of like they're supposed to be one through seven, mm-hmm. it's an experience. And then if you read them in the order in which they were written, it's a totally different experience. And I think that everyone that's read them from one through seven, yeah, should go back and reread them. I should. The I mean, they've been on my shelf for so long. I should. Dude. I've been super into graphic novels though lately. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, dude, I know. I like to take an edible, turn my mind off, and read a comic book. Honestly, I like pictures. I like pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? That's like that's like a I don't know. Uh, rappers said Nick that. Miller always says, "I don't think I know how to read. I think I've just memorized enough words." Yeah, it's uh, it's like, see, I like this. I like pictures because I can barely read. Mm-hmm. Um, I like pictures because I can't read. Um, <laughs> Will Pump. <laughs> Little pump, said Who, that. little pump said that. Little pump, Jesus. <laughs> Let me pull up the clip. Because <laughs> I could barely read, so Wait, I like to read. So this is good because I could barely read, so I like looking at pictures better. You know. <laughs> oh, dude, I never. That's thought fucking it. awesome. I never thought I'd actually relate with that man, but I do. <laughs> but anyways, that's some good shit. This uh, this wild turkey uh, fucking uh, unforgotten. I've never had it before until today. Yeah, it's brand new release, if I remember correctly. Mm. Very tasty, very solid. Um, MSRP for this is uh, one seventy. Sounds about right. Uh, one seventy bar price, so one eighty five uh, shelf. Yeah, so which is still sub two hundred for MSRP, which like mm-hmm. in my mind, anything like hundred to two hundred is kind of in its own category. Anything yeah, like I think whiskey is. should be under two twenty. I agree. I think so. we've revolved. If you went, if you listened to us from the beginning, you're probably screaming at the radio right you now, like, like bitch. yeah, like no, you said three hundred. No, I think <laughs> I don't think there's a bottle in this world of anything that's worth over two hundred twenty dollars. However, like I will buy a five hundred dollar bottle of whiskey if I know, like if it's Master's Keep. Like I know Wild Turkey does right by us, and I know they do cool things and they change it up every year. And to me, that is worth it. Oh, I like Wild Turkey Rye, and they're doing a nine year. Holy shit! And they're mixing it with the 13 year yeah no brainer like i Absolutely. will pay 500 dollars for that and i will drink it over two years with friends yeah i for will sure. crack it immediately like masters keep if you're gonna buy for 500 dollars, you should drink it in a year to two you shouldn't be putting it on your shelf as a showpiece yeah, you no, know no. he's like so like pappy 23 is if two, i had pappy two, 23 i'd probably drink it in a year yeah it's a have you ever owned one no 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 it's it's 20 it's 250 for msrp yeah, I mean, where where You'll are you gonna find, find that? You'll no. never find it. But like, that just what grocery to... store is getting Pappy twenty three? Uh, probably um... because that's the only like liquor stores. Here's the kicker, guys: is that liquor stores can sell at whatever price because they're privately owned. And I, yes, Myers is privately owned, but they don't they don't play the bartering game. What the price is is that's what they're selling it as. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're never gonna go spend that money on uh, whiskey and become part of this like tatering hunt because the liquor stores want them and buy them up right away. This you is know? a, if you know, you know, and no one that listens to this is going to know this. And mm-hmm. if you do know it, like good luck, you're still never going to find it there. But uh, D&W over on 28th street over by old 28th. Okay. Like right where it before. Yeah, it the nice uh, D&W. The nice D&W. Yeah. They get happy every year. Do they? Yeah. Wow. I've never been lucky enough to get it, but um. They just probably it. this time of year, man. They just throw it on the fucking shelf down there. They don't even fucking care. That I mean, that's how grocery stores are, man. Yeah. 
half the people in the group store don't even know what the fuck it is. Unless you're like Rockford Meyer. Do you think they get pappy? Well, they might. Well, so like the the, the old the Holland Meyer I used to work at, like they always got uh, plans and they would get BTAC from time to time. Mm. But um, that just goes to show, you know, I, and Rockford yeah, I've Meyer, never even seen BTAC in real life. I mean, like very old. Like I've seen it on a shelf, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like at really nice places in Chicago, and the only one I've ever seen is very old Eagle Rare. Yeah, but I've never like actually seen it like on a. Well, I saw liquor stores in like Denver. Like they'll have like I saw a bottle of William Larue, William Larue Weller for like three grand, and I was mm-hmm. like, I am not gonna buy that. See, that's a problem. Is they're all marked up to three. Like you go to Binnie's if they have anything allocated, it's fucking three grand. Yeah, no. And I am always just, I don't know why I go to Benny's tipsy, but I am always just <laughs> tipsy enough to be like, mm, I got five grand in the bank. This is worth it. <laughs> I just do this. Like, I'm going to regret it in the morning. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking regret it, but I'm going to, I'm going to hold this. I'm going to walk around with this bottle because I just bought it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'm going to show the whole fucking world. My thing is, like, if I'm tipsy and I buy a bottle like that, I am cracking it on the way, on my way out of the store. I'm yeah, like, 100%. Like, Let's fucking chug Well, dude, that. that's why I want to be rich, because I just follow all these, not, like, super rich people, not, like, celebrity rich, but, like, people that make uh, $500,000 or more a year. Yeah. They ha- and they're single dudes, or they're just dinks, which is my goal, double income, no kids. So, you and your partner, or wife, or husband, or whatever. Dinks, no double kids. income, no kids. Because all that money you could spend on fucking diapers and soccer practice, you could spend on really fucking nice whiskey <laughs> you know what i mean and i just can't wait to have that super disposable income you know i agree with that that's a great with that being said if you want a shout out on the pod feel free to send us a pappy <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah shout out to all our listeners that are like one and a half i'm just kidding wait yeah yeah, yeah. we actually have 900 listeners or over a thousand yeah we're right around that right around there yeah. yeah so thank you guys for listening to us Today and every day. In the um, words of uh, Homelander of the boys, you guys are the real heroes. You guys are the real heroes. And like I said at the beginning, yes, clap them up. Very good. Uh, like I said at the beginning, we will start releasing episodes every Monday. So be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah. And, oh, we didn't rate this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, six. Uh, let's price it at 185, which you'll find on shelf. Flat six then. Flat six? Yeah. Flat six. Yeah. I like I like six point two just to be different a little bit. It is uh as we say, it's a soft six. It's a soft six. Which Absolutely. is not a bad thing. You know who you know who we love? Who do we love? You guys and soft sixes. We love you guys. No love for the soft sixes? I guess I love the soft sixes too. <laughs> love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs> Good pod.